When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Uh, he did, in fact, uh, sustain a, uh, a thumb injury uh, that after kind of consulting with our doctors and Tyler Uriah and their staff, they decided the best move kind of moving forward was to go ahead and fix that thing. So we went ahead and did that. He had surgery today. Um, obviously, uh, with that being the decision, uh, we really had a focus on that opener. We still feel very strongly about our process to get him back and hopefully have him, barring any setbacks, um, available uh, for that opener. And then just a heads up on Kane, um, he should be, uh, we're day-to-day there. Uh, he kind of sustained a kind of a soft tissue lower leg injury. Wow, K- was KOC more open about injuries in that 30-second clip than Mike Zimmer was in eight years? He wasn't even scheduled to talk. So he, he's talking wow. He's talking for the first time since the weekend today. He stopped and gave an update and then left, which is fine. But, I mean, the new Vikings, I'm not sure what to make of this one. It's like amazing. they're literally wow. stop their head coach is stopping there and updating you on surgeries and soft tissue injuries. <laughs> and then he ran through the guys that, that he gave a veterans day to. So yes, safe to say that this is as open as I've ever seen the Vikings probably going back to Ticey's time when it comes to injury information. This is great. Now, is he doing, cause what, what, what's happened with previous coaches is, you know, you do the, there's the official media session, but then sometimes they'll even do like maybe little secret writer sessions. Once there's in a no while. secret writer session that okay. I, I know of. So it's all, but maybe I mean, you're out of the trust tree. Oh, hundred percent. You definitely are. That's very, that's very, <laughs> that's why I said that I know of, cause there's a very good chance that the trust tree is past old jugs by. Yeah, maybe there's a maybe there's a back room at a bar somewhere, and all of uh, KOC and all the insiders are meeting. Saloon, with Phil, <laughs> a saloon yes. where you walk through the doors and say, "All right, let me talk to KOC." Hey, I have I have one more question before we get to write that down here. So the the barrage of hand injuries, right? So we got Irv Smith, yep. Delvin Cook. Didn't Alex Madison have yep. a hand too in team drills yesterday? I know we kind of joked about this, but that little poking helmet drill that they're doing, is that the cause of these hand injuries? Well, to be very, very, very clear, Irv Smith was hurt in team drills and full padded practices on Monday, so no there. Um, I saw Madison get hurt. It was also in team drills. I think his finger got bent backwards or cool. something. Dalvin I did not see, and, I, and it was in the individuals. So there is a chance that he did, he did bang his hand, and I just had a chance off the helmet, which I told you guys I don't like. 
I don't like how is that helmet not soft? Like, why are you having him hit a real helmet with his hand? Well, because what's there's what's the point of the drill if the helmet <clears throat> isn't a real helmet, right? The whole goal is to try and get you used to hanging out of the ball while defenders are trying to knock well, it out, right? So. And don't forget, too, in full padded practice on Monday, ball on the ground via the running backs three times. Oh, dude. Let's just say that was a point of emphasis at the Tuesday practice, and I wasn't happy either. Controversy. So, all right, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, presented by our friends at TCL. No matter what you watch, TCL has an award-winning set of TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. And TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. TCL bringing you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. And uh, let's get to it, Declan, here. Every week we go through, unlike any show in America, our predictions and our accountability session. Let's hit it. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's write that down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. And write that down. Presented in part by Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They've been around for over 100 years helping business owners maximize their business's level of success through risk management tools and resources. Federated's corporate culture is grounded in equity, integrity, teamwork, and respect. And these four cornerstones create the foundation that supports all interactions and decision-making. Find out how Federated can help your business at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right, boys, here's how it works. The most innovative and career-risking segment in all of sports media. The only show in America that actually puts statistics next to our predictions. Three Vikings or football-related predictions each week from everybody. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns on the show. And if you guys want to participate, we may be getting Derek uh, as a guest listener participant here. We're working on a schedule issue here. Uh, if not, it'll just be the three of us jokesters giving our predictions. But if you want to be part of the show, you can send us a message through the Score North app. It is free to download, and it's also the central hub for everything we do, including Feedback Friday across the shows. So, all right, are you ready to be held accountable? Yes. Okay. I feel like I am. Well, let's start with you, Judd. This first one is one of the most egregious checkdowns in the history of Write That Down Purple Daily. Yes! Judd predicted Deshaun Watson will not be starting for the Browns in week one. Yep, I did. I did. And you know what? There's not a damn thing either one of you can do about that prediction. I just thought of it before you guys did. Mm. Judd made this prediction after it was very publicly known that Deshaun Watson was facing, I want to say, was it 30, 25, or 30? 26, I think. Civil suits against him. Yes. Okay. And you know what? He's not going to start in week one. This isn't like you you take the snap and you move off your first read and then you throw a swing pass to Dalvin Cook. This is ball is snapped. Justin Jefferson on a jet sweep motion comes running in front of you and you just throw the ball on a pitch like a hot potato and he does all the work. Yeah. Yes, and... And you know what? Nothing against that. Last time I checked, in the rule book. Okay. Just want to make it known. You can, is... you know what? You could come after me all you want, but the last time I checked, I looked that puppies in green, and that's all we're looking for here. Green. Mm-hmm. Check down, touchdown. Declan, how do you green. feel? Judd's been ripping you for making 
sort of, uh, you know, CFL predictions and USFL predictions? Uh, well, you know, I, I'm just, I, I like watching CFL football, you know, and I like uh, making football-related <laughs> predictions, not just uh, checking things down. Talk to me about Toronto. Yeah, I, yeah. Talk, to you, talk to me about They might the, be the only ones that can give Winnipeg a run for their money. Winnipeg's undefeated. I don't know if they'll lose another game this year. I, we'll, we'll have to see. Maybe Calgary, though. I still like Calgary's offense. Calgary's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judd, you also said the Vikings would... I don't love yeah. the phrasing here. I don't know why we said Vikings Hall of Fame, but uh, uh, Vikings will induct no, either Jared Allen or Antoine Winfield into the... It's, it's called a ring of honor, and they yeah. did induct... They're going to induct Jared Allen. Yep. And so Winfield nice should go in, by the way. He'll Vikings. Get in at some point. Antoine Winfield should be next. He'll get in there at some point. All right. I had one thing. I'm, I'm taking this off the board. I said Mike Zimmer would be fired between – I made this prediction on October 13th last year. Yep. Uh, between then and March 1st, and he will be a defensive coordinator for the 2022 season. So, I don't know, unless something happens. We can't find him. Minute. Yeah, he's just, just, know, just chilling on his ranch, I guess, sitting in his feelings, reading all the all – the, narratives and stories about how he was the cancer and everything else was perfect. All right. The listeners had nothing official come off the board. So I'm going to highlight a prediction that's still sitting out there. Mike said, Kirk cousins will be on the cover of Madden 2024. So next year's edition of Madden. Uh, Judd, have you seen anything so far in the KOC Kirk cousins partnership that would lead you to believe that this is possible? Uh, No, but it's early. I mean, who knows? Miracles happen. They have to win a Super Bowl, or like him either MVP. MVP or Super Bowl, yeah. right? Yep, something like that. Okay, Declan had two things come off the board. He said the Vikings will sign Ndamukong Sue by August first. It is August third uh, here. Does that happen? And he said the Vikings would be ranked at least eighty on the Madden team ratings that come out for Madden twenty three. They are exactly eighty. So congratulations. Did uh, did, did you give him credit for that last week? I'm an honest. Uh, Participant and write that down? No, I gave you credit for Kirk Cousins having a, an 80 uh, ranking. Oh, that's right, because that came out, I think. Uh, over the, okay, got it. Make sure I'm being honest. And so with that, Declan closing in on the completion percentage here, Lee. I'm still sitting at just under 37%. Declan just under 34%. Judd at 29%. Listeners at 22.5%. Declan leads with seven touchdowns to my five, to the listeners four, and two for Judd. Okay. So there we have it. All right, that's the accountability session, boys. I'm in communication with listener Derek. He is uh, trying to get on the show. So let's start our predictions, and if he jumps in, we'll obviously uh, get him on here. Okay, we'll go through ours. He can just do a barrage at the end or something if we, Quick jabs. If we get him. So, All right, let's start with uh, we'll go down the line here. Judd, Declan, and then back to me. Football-related predictions. That's really the only. Write this down. Or you can make predictions about the show. That's another one you can do. And here's where it gets good, because now the training camps have started, there is just a plethora of information coming out each day that excites me beyond belief. So write this down. Andrew Booth Jr. will start at least one game for the Vikings on defense this season. So rookie cornerback Andrew Booth Jr. will start at least one game for the Vikings on defense this season. Why? Injury or just wins a job, something transpires. Uh This new check down Judd here. I I feel like you spent so many weeks clowning Declan for his predictions, and now you're sitting here basically saying, I'm using my knowledge from training camp. They're going to play football for five months, and someone might get hurt at some point, and Booth is going to come and start. You know what? I'm not predicting another guy will start. I'm predicting, like, if I said, Who's the the other guy? A non camp. 
a Caleb Evans. Evans. There's guys, yeah, there's other there's other pe- people that could start easily. What I'm doing is I'm bringing my knowledge mm. gleaned from my long drives every day, 100 to 494 to Dodd Row. Those are long, <laughs> long drives, and I'm using the knowledge that I'm gleaning to bring you or write that down. I actually think it would be a home run the other way if you were to say at no point this season will Andrew Booth start but a I game for the Vikings. That. I can't do that in good conscience. Not to you know that what? Young man. I'm sorry. I'm going to jump in line here. Go right. for it. Sorry, you're not going to do that. I, I right? have a Write bo- this down. I have a Booth prediction, but I don't think it's the same thing. So go for it. I'm going to go for the. I'm going to go for the home run here. Go for it. Okay. Good for you. I have so much faith in Patrick Peterson and in Cam Dantzler that I will say at no point, and this is not a slight on Andrew Booth, but I want the touchdown pass. At no point will Andrew Booth start a game for the Minnesota Vikings. Until, I'll, I'll give you this. In the first 16 games, in the first 16 games, because like week, week, uh, the final week of the season. They, so he will not start happen. a game weeks 1 through 16, that's what you're saying? Correct. Okay. Yes. Specifically 1 through 16. You're, you're and fine. that is a that's touchdown fine. because I'm basically saying that no one's going to get hurt or anything. He's a good well, player. And he could fall pick. down the depth chart, too. Like, there's a, he, he could fall down. You don't know that. Who are the other cornerbacks that are going to challenge? It's such a weak crop. You're trying to defend this as we a non-checkdown. No, we, we were trying. We were talking about the fact that room is is stronger than we thought. Mm. Yeah, because of the Andrew be Booth. I will not be ridiculed. <laughs> I will not be made fun of on this show. I am bringing my knowledge from the practice field to the heat. I stood out there, 95 degrees and muggy, watching that thing, sweating Ooh. profusely to make assessments like this. Right. Okay. This, 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 I just want to. It's it's legal. It's fair. I just want to point out the hypocrisy not, of ripping Declan for three months and then throwing. Well, the CFL there. predictions and USFL. No, so. they just come off the board in a week. Like you make predictions that are like six to nine well, months just, in, in the fact. You just wait. <laughs> you just wait. I got more. I got more of those. <laughs> write this down. All right, Andrew Amazing. Booth prediction for me too. <clears throat> uh, write this down. Andrew Booth who recorded an INT in the preseason, so he'll grab an interception. He'll grab an interception in one of the three preseason games. I think he'll get a good amount of run. He'll get a nice pick in one of the three preseason games. Write that down. Drop a ball off the jugs machine. Write this down. Worried me after that picking. Yes, see, Matt Lafleur was complaining about the Packers jugs machine not being able to on the punt returns. It's not turning the the ball over in the air like they wanted to. That can cause problems. And so they're they're not getting a true punt simulation on their jugs machine. And he was ripping the jugs machine at the press conference. That's important. Hmm. Yeah, very important. Guys like to work on that. All right, uh, back to Judd for his next check down here. Sean Payton. Sean Payton will be coach of the Dallas Cowboys in 2023. That's right, a year from now. Take that. Sean Payton will be coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Mike McCarthy will be gone. Sean Payton will be Jerry Jones' choice. He will take over the Dallas Cowboys after sitting out a season. Dex, is this a touchdown? Because he's, yeah. he's saying McCarthy's going to get yeah, fired. Cowboys he's, are going to struggle. McCarthy yeah. fired, and then he's yeah. or quits yeah. or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't care how he's gone. I just think Sean Payton threw a play. You know what the real touchdown would be if anyone has the guts that next season Sean Payton will coach the Dolphins, and Tom Brady at age forty six will be the starting quarterback for the Dolphins. Come on, Stephen Ross, go. I wonder if the league will block that now because of the <laughs> sanctions. Well, I mean, at this point, if if. Well, technically, Brady's under contract still, so. But Sean Payton can go coach the Dolphins if he wants to at this point. Write that down. All right, uh, let's go back to Declan here. We'll get back in order. For sure. All right, uh, my second prediction. We got a Hall of Fame game this weekend, boys. Hall of Fame game, first one of the year. Jags and Raiders. And FanDuel has the over-under at this game at 30.5 points. Very low. 30.5? 
30 and a half points. That is <laughs> wow. it. So write this down. The Jags and Raiders Hall of Fame game will be over 30 and a half points. <laughs> 30 and a half. So the tradi- traditionally in the regular season, a low over under would be like a 42 or if you see like a 43 or something, it's very low. 30 is probably the lowest I've ever seen. So write it down. Hilarious. All right, so Dex has taken the over. Okay, write this down. Kellen Mond will throw a touchdown pass specifically to Emir Smith-Marset in the Vikings' first preseason game. Write her down. It's right. going to be the magic like connection. It. All right, back to Judd Zolgan here. Write it down. You like writing things down. Third and final prediction. Irv Smith Jr. will not play in the Vikings' regular season opener against the Packers on September 11th. Irv Smith no Jr., he had surgery. I understand O'Connell being upbeat. I don't blame him. Uh, but, boy, this guy, it's just, it feels like it's always something. So I, I'm expecting the inevitable, like, setback or he's not in great shape yet again or something like that. Um, he's going to miss incredibly valuable practice time in installing a new scheme. And you can't dismiss that. And I think the thing is, if Smith does not play, it's not like, oh, my God, who plays tight end? I think K.J. Osborne just plays more. Not a bad thing, right? So Irv Smith Jr. does not end up playing September 11th. Yep. Uh, and by the way, we do have guest listener predictor Derek here. We're going to get to you in just a second. Once we're done with our last two, we'll let you rifle off three in a row. But Declan, go ahead and make your last All right, one. I'm going to actually make an impromptu one uh, with Irv Smith. Yeah, potentially not going to be able to play till week one, but I'll make a tight end prediction. Zach Davidson, Division Two stud, last uh, drafted by the Vikings last year, spent the majority of the season on the practice squad, so write this down. Zach Davidson will have more receptions in the preseason games than Johnny Munt. Mm. I like where you're going. Mm-hmm. I like the optimism there. Okay, write this down. and then my final prediction here, write this down. I think Christian Derrissaw is in for a big season mm. as the Vikings franchise left tackle. Yep. So write this down. Christian Derrissaw, according to Pro Football Focus, overall offensive tackle grade. So they 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 have an offensive tackle category that includes both right and left tackles. Yep. Mm-hmm. He will be among the top 12 highest graded tackles, both left and right, in the entire league. Okay. So uh, I, th- yeah. I just think he's going to jump in and be pretty awesome a stud. in his second year. He's going to be a stud. Write this down. I'm all in on Christian Derrissaw. All right, let's get our guy in here, guest listener predictor Derek. How's it going, Making guys? his way to the show. Hey, What's Derek. going on, dude? Where are you at today? Uh, I'm from Winona, Minnesota. Okay. Go Warriors. When did you yeah. become a Vikings fan? Uh, I would say when my, my, my mom always watched Viking games back, I would say 07. Nice. So I've been okay. through the Brett Favre, been through the the Blair Walsh's of the days. Okay, so you kind of grew up on Peterson and yep. little Brett Favre into the Mike I wasn't Zimmer there for era. the Anderson kick or any of that, but <laughs> I'll, I'll, consider um, yourself lucky. I've been, <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been fortunate enough to experience heartbreaks and miracles. I would say. Yeah. All right, well, let's get to you. We're going to kind of let you rifle through three predictions here. Write this down. Starting with your first one, so give it a rip, All man. Right. All right, so this one might be bold. Coming from Minnesota, uh, write this down. Greg Joseph will miss uh, less than three kicks this oh. year. 
Wow. You're believing the hype? Are we doing field yeah. goals, field goals or extra points? I heard or? the podcast yesterday, so I got to hop on that. I believe in Greg the leg. So. <laughs> I love it. Hey, just to clarify, are you talking just field goals or, or both field goals and extra points? I'll just do field goals. Yeah. Okay. I love this. Greg so the leg. You're like, pretty Greg good leg. leg. I don't know completely. Yep. Like all right, it. prediction number two. Write this down. Um, all right. You might think I'm crazy, but. Oh, no. No. I think we lost this connection. Come on, Winona. Winona State Warriors. <laughs> Come on, Winona. Get they that. gave us fits. Oh, he moved. Hold no. on. Let's, uh, let's, I'll just, I'll just throw him out here for just a second while his connection gets better. Um, and in the meantime, let's tell our friends here, listeners of Purple Daily, how Judd Zolgad went from looking like an offensive lineman at last year's training camp to now looking like a kicker, pretty much. Absolutely chiseled, thanks to my friends, or close, at Livia Weight Control Centers, where, as I've been talking about for months now, down 40 pounds, and the best part is losing the weight was easy, but I'm keeping it off as well, and that that's the most important thing. Dawn has joined me and the Zolgad household, down 50-plus pounds, feeling great, and day by day looking Better, I want you to join me now on the Simple Start Plan, only $59. One-on-one, personalized or guided support, online or in person, whichever is the most convenient for you. It's this simple, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. I'm telling you right now, teamwork is the best thing. So if you and your wife or girlfriend are trying to lose that weight, Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com is the place to check it out. A couple weeks ago, our guy Ryan made predictions on Write That Down. His company is called Equity Partners, and they believe the house selling process should be 100% hassle-free. So here's what happens when you partner with Equity Partners. They will help fix up your home before you put it on the market. And you can move before you sell. When you partner with Equity Partners, you can put offers in on your next home, non-contingent on the sale of yours, which is absolutely enormous and convenient. Learn more at equitypartnersmn.com, equitypartnersmn.com. And the number is 612-999-2244, 612-999-2244. So I think we lost our guy, Derek, so we might just have to, maybe he can send in his last couple Write this down. predictions via email. Uh, if you, No, how about this? If he pops back in during Judd's camp notes, maybe we can just sprinkle in Derek from whatever cell tower he's pinging around <laughs> Winona, Minnesota okay. throughout the rest of the show here. But uh, that's right that down. The accountability session, the most high wire, risky segment in all of sports media. Don't do this at home. No. It don't is very try this at home. Dangerous to your reputation. The board game oh, wait, is coming, wait. but don't ever. <laughs> we pop him in here? All right, let's try Derek one more time here. All right, we got you, Derek. Sorry about that, guys. It's all good, man. All right, what is your Did second you prediction? Second one? No. No. Uh, Okay, it would be Kirk Cousins throws less than four interceptions all year. Wow. Whoa, dude. I believe in Kevin Whoa. <laughs> so that would be a far cry from, from Matthew Stafford last year, who threw, I think, yep. a league-leading 17. But maybe yep. maybe that's the level to Kirk's. Maybe there's an Aaron Rodgers level to Kirk's <laughs> game that we're going to see this year. All right, and then, Derek, give us your third and final prediction. Write that down. Uh, this might already been said, but. I believe Justin Jefferson will break the single season receiving yards record. Boom! Is Calvin Johnson still have that, or did Cooper Cooper Cup break it? I think Calvin Johnson. I think yeah. I think okay. Megatron still has it. Be like a, like a two thousand yard season, basically. That's what we're 
Yes. We're talking about. All right. Awesome. All right, Derek. Well, since you've got this life-changing platform here now on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? Uh, well, first off, I'd like to thank you guys for bringing me on. Um, it's always an honor. I've been listening to you guys for four months now. So you guys are always entertaining. It keeps me entertained at work. Um, I'd like to thank my family, keeping me loyal to the Vikings fans through ups and mostly downs. But, yeah. Awesome, man. Well, Derek, thanks for coming on. Thanks for finding our show a few months ago and looking forward to the season. Good luck with your predictions, man. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks, Derek. All right, dude, there's Derek. Great job as the guest listener predictor. Got the connection issues worked out. Popped right back on. That's how you adjust on the fly right there. Yeah. Great work by Derek. Kirk, watch that. (laughs) Exactly. Robotic Kirk. All right, now we get to Judd's camp notes here. On this Wednesday episode of Purple Daily, where Judd, veteran Vikings reporter, puts the sunscreen on, opens up multiple different notebooks, his phone, he's taking videos for Scorner TikTok, and he empties the bag of information for you guys here on Purple Daily. All right, so let's start with the news that we played at the top of this show, which was Kevin O'Connell updating the media on injuries. Oh, my God, yes, that's correct. Irv Smith Jr., uh, will unfortunately miss the rest of training camp and the preseason, maybe set to play on September 11th in the regular season opener against the Packers because of a, I would take it, broken thumb that required surgery on Tuesday morning. And I think it's worth an exploration of what that means because Irv Smith Jr. is the one tight end on th- this roster who I think in the minds of the Vikings can double as a tight end slash receiver. Uh, beyond that, they really don't have one. It's basically guys that can block. That does not mean that you can't use uh, Johnny Munt, Zach Davidson, or whomever makes the roster, certainly, to block and occasionally catch passes. But to double back on what I said, gents, I think that the big thing is, until Irv Smith is set, this opens more room for K.J. Osborne to actually play. And I'm going to tell you right now, for the most part, he lo- so he surprised in training camp last year. So I'm not trying to downplay the, the effect that he had with his performance in camp last year, and mm-hmm. that's certainly then translated. Uh, but I think with the offensive scheme now and, and with the ability to play more, that there is another level. So I don't think that we should get too hung up on, well, Irv Smith can't play, now they're really screwed at tight end. I think what this essentially means is that you can now to sort of flip to different packages with this with different personnel groupings. Yeah, this is so interesting because there there isn't really an obvious pass catching backup to Irv Smith. And if I think what I'm wondering is if Irv Smith wasn't a great pass catcher, and I don't know that we know that he is. We think he is. We, right. we like the the idea of Irv Smith is tantalizing these last few years, but. Yep. Are they more interested in in the tight end as a pass catching weapon? And there's some evidence with Higby in in Los Angeles that yeah, they'll absolutely target tight ends and and it doesn't mean that you like you're not necessarily always choosing between a third wide receiver and a tight end. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know that I trust anyone behind Irv Smith to come out and be a pass catching tight end. So maybe, maybe it just means fewer tight end snaps in this offense. Which mm-hmm. I guess we'll start. You'll you'll probably start to find this out just watching. Some of the practices, although they're probably going to do different things in practice, yeah, just to, to like them. install playbooks and stuff. 
<laughs> I can't see anything. KOC, what's going on? <laughs> All right, so that's that's uh, talking point one in Judge Trancat notes from a hot, muggy session in shorts and uh, I think shells on Tuesday. Talking point two, I want to talk about the running back battle. The battle for now Dalvin Cook, clearly the guy, uh, but as we discussed, he hurt his finger uh, and basically didn't take part in team drills when he was going through individual drills. Alexander Madison, the backup to Cook, then got hurt, again, his finger in team drills. Uh, But at the outset of when KOC was going through the injury list, he brought up Kane Wangwu, who has suffered some type of lower body soft tissue injury. Opening the door, and this is interesting, and this is where you don't, where a guy like Kane, you definitely don't want to miss time. Opening the door more so for a guy that we talked about a few days ago on this show, Tyson Chandler. Because Tyson Chandler, I'm not saying he's the same player, but he's really fast. Um, he was drafted by by this uh, by this Vikings brass. Wang Wu was not. Uh, it's just very interesting that with the amount of guys that eventually were out of practice on Tuesday, it opens the door more and more for Tyson Chandler to get a good long look. And I would not sleep on Tyson Chandler's um, at least viability of making the final roster. Yeah. I, I feel like he should make the final roster and it's, it's so hard to know what they think of Kane Wangwu. You know, they probably love his speed, but we look again. It's another one of those examples. If we look at what we think he could be, well, if you used him in a certain package, they might look at him and say, "Yeah, he's he's a kick returner." But in terms of like guys that we would actually design plays to give the ball to, he's not a guy that we're gonna we're not gonna give him like five design plays in a given week. But we but some of this we just won't we won't know until we get deeper into training camp and into preseason games and see what some of these guys look like. So, talking point number three: Judd's training camp notes from Tuesday, Veterans Days off. Okay. <laughs> Veterans, which, by the way, I'm fine with. So if you're expecting Jugs to complain about this, I'm not going to. Harrison Smith, Patrick Peterson, Jesse Davis, the right guard who is is slowly but surely, I think, um, being worked in from a knee issue. He has practiced a lot, but this would have been the second practice that he basically has been off. They were given Veterans Days. Now, why is this intriguing? Because this allows for depth chart intrigue. This allowed yes. us to see more. And this is where Phil and Declan are going to yes. be like. And this is where you should be excited, too. PD faithful. All right, let's go get it. All right, here's what we got. And this is interesting. Some surprising, some not. Number one, Harrison Smith, not surprising. Replaced by Lewis Seen. Okay, makes perfect sense. First round draft pick. Uh, a, a guy that I think we all expect to get some sort of uh, playing time in 2022, he replaces Smith. Peterson replaced by Andrew Booth Jr., but here's what's interesting about that, and this is the type of thing the Purple Daily takes you behind the scenes on. Um, with Peterson out, Peterson is ordinarily the outside left corner. Dantzler's the right corner. They flipped him. Dantzler goes to Peterson's place on the left corner, and Andrew Booth Jr., right corner. Mm. So, so if we were to have... An injury, let's say, to Peterson. I think what you would see is Dantzler would shift to the left side. Booth would play the right side. And then you would get it right that down point. Exactly right, which I deserve, no matter what you say. No matter what you say. Now, here's the most. I saved the best for last. Jesse Davis didn't practice. So you're thinking to yourself, okay, Chris Reed did. 
Because yeah, he's been just the second. Put, just put just Chris Reed in there and throw him in Bump there. him up. Yeah. No. Ed Ingram. Oh, rookie wow. draft pick. Was ah. with the first team at right guard. Ed Ingram. Wow. wow. That's, that's, uh, that is noteworthy, right? It, it gets juicier. It gets juicy. Like, Tell that's us juicy. More. Talk it dirty. It gets juicier. I'm going to talk some football to you boys. Yeah. And all of you out there, because this, this is where the rubber meets the road of being prepared. Garrett Bradbury, we talked about full pad of practice on Monday, struggled, right? He did not look that good. So previously, Austin Schlotman had been the number two center, and Sokol, who is an undrafted free agent, who is probably going to be a practice squad guy, was the third team. Yesterday, Chris Reed was the backup center. Interesting. There, there is no question. That's really interesting. You do not have to do a lot of work with the tea leaves to put them together. So, okay, I'm going to uh, let me try to decipher this from from afar. You tell me if I'm on the right track here. They're not and probably never have been fully in love and committed to Garrett Bradbury, but hey, let's give him a full chance throughout mini camp, OTAs, early part of training camp. Let's see what he looks like getting into this new offense, but Let's make sure that we have some contingency plans on the roster in case he looks bad during training camp. So the first part of that was Austin Schlotman, you're going to be the backup center throughout the offseason and the early part of camp. Uh, Chris Reed, we need you to be, because we also have a right guard situation happening here too. So Chris Reed, we want you to start at, I think he was left guard early part of training camp here, but you're going to be a guard to start with. But if Bradbury starts to look bad, we're going to need more than just Schlotman as a guy that we can trust at center. And so let's give Chris Reed, okay, not in love with the way Bradbury looks, let's start getting Chris Reed up in the mix so we can have a little competition behind Garrett Bradbury. And the fact that I think independently, the fact that Ingram is the first guy that you would call upon to move up with the ones in the absence of Jesse Davis shows a high level of confidence Yes, that you could just slot him in maybe as a starter. Not that he's, they're giving him a look. I'm not saying that he's, but he's annoyed impressed. here, but yeah. A week plus in, a week in now, they clearly have are starting to decide um, what I would call bailout plans, mm. which is if Bradbury can't play, like you can't start him if he can't play. Mm-hmm. And, and and Harrison Phillips is a very, I think, a very serviceable to probably good defensive tackle. But if Harrison Phillips pushes Bradbury around, guess what? A lot of the National Football League is going to, and you can't have that. Like like you can't tell Kirk, we're going to do everything we can for you, but the center's not going to be good. Yep. And you know what? This is I am not reporting this. I'm just this is just sort of educated speculation and just yep. my thoughts having watched sports and covered teams for almost twenty years. Kevin O'Connell and Quasey, but Kevin O'Connell specifically is having a lot of conversations with Kirk Cousins going back to last January. They're meeting every week now. They've got their little private sessions that they didn't start till week. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're I'm meeting all the time. Yeah. Yep. They're probably texting on a fairly regular basis throughout the last few months. And, you know, just based on how open and collaborative this new Vikings brass tends to be, Kevin O'Connell is probably asking Kirk throughout the last six months, hey, what do you need? What plays do you like? What are the things that we, how can we make your life easier? How can we maximize you? What gives you trouble? Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, even though Kirk would never say this because he doesn't like to throw teammates completely under the bus, sometimes he'll passive aggressively say things, but he doesn't, he's not going to throw Garrett Bradbury under the bus at a press conference podium. But don't you think in moments of honesty, He's telling Kevin O'Connell and Quasey, guys, I love Garrett. He's a he's a great guy, and 
there's definitely some flashes there, but there's way too many times where I take a snap and boom, there's just interior pressure in my face. So you know they're hearing it from Kirk in the most like Kirk tactful way possible. Right. And the fact that they're sort of acting on a bailout plan early in camp, a week into camp, is not surprising at all. It's the prudent thing to do. Three words for you. Film don't lie. Like, I don't need Kirk to tell me that Bradbury gets pushed around consistently. And I'm sorry, adding like 10 to 15 pounds. That The center position, I'll go back to this, you have to be a nasty SOB. And if you just put on weight, but you're still like just sort of who you are, and that's not even a bad thing. But film don't lie. No. And and look, the coaching staff, rightfully so, was upset. The ball was on the ground on Monday way too much. The running backs fumbled three times. I think there were five potential fumbles. Um, so there is, there is a lot that was on film on Monday, first full padded practice, where you're like, we got to clean these things up. And we can't just accept that, like, on Bradbury, you can't be like, well, it's one bad practice. No, it's a history, and now it's continuing. Yeah. So absolutely, yes, this is a smart move. I know we have at least one more, one final nugget here from Judd's notebook that I can see, but uh, real quick, a shout-out to our friends uh, over at Surly. Jumping back in for the 2022 season, so we're pumped to have them for another season of Purple Football. And the summer of Surly continues on, boys. Mm-hmm. We're in the heart of the summer of Surly oh, right yeah. now, God. quite frankly. That's- that's right. It's beating on a daily basis. And you know what it's saying? It's saying, why aren't you drinking Surly beer? And I, I'm talking Furious. I'm talking the Supremes. I'm ta- talking Logic Bomb. It doesn't matter which one because they're all so damn good. But this is mm-hmm. the perfect time of year. It's hot out. Perhaps oh. you're going to the lake. Perhaps you're out on your deck at, at home. The weekend is coming again. And you got to ask yourself a very important question. And that's, are you prepared? Because right now... The Vikings are preparing. They're preparing for the season. And as they prepare, you must be prepared for the weekend. And taking advantage of the summer of Surly, that's what I call preparation and getting your personnel right. You know, maybe go up north. Maybe hey. maybe you got your cooler of Surly over here, but then you got your, your tickets to Brainerd International Raceway over there. Fun little, little weekend decks. Yeah, the annual Lucas Oil Nationals at Brainerd International Raceway, August 18th to the 21st. Get your tickets, B-I-R-M-N.com. Every ticket comes with a pit pass. Kids 12 and under also get in free. And you, you can be right there, right uh, with that pit pass, right between the cars and the races, getting that nitrile fuel. You know, you, you tip one back of Surly, get a nitrile fuel in your face, tip one back of Surly, more nitrile fuel in your face. Lucas Oil Nationals Football. at Brainerd International Raceway, B-I-R-M-N.com for ticket information. All right, what is your final note in your, in your camp notes till we get to tomorrow's show? My final note is the punt return competition is alive Ooh. and well. It's ongoing, and I think it's important. I really do. Like, you've got to have a, the person that gets to do this job. It's a high-stress, high-pressure. And you know what we've seen the last two years? We've seen far too much feebleness from a position that can change the game. That can change the game by putting you in plus territory to start your drives, if done right. Here's what we got so far. Working off the jugs machine. K.J. Osborne, Amir Smith-Marset, Albert Wilson, and an interesting candidate, Jalen Naylor. Mm. Ooh. No no love for my guy Thomas Hennigan anymore? No, uh, he's doing it some, but I'm not. he's not going to make the team. They're kind of bored um, with him. I'm going with, well, yeah, and he is, he is, but he's not going to make the team, I don't oh, think. There's the disrespect uh, here. Osborne being, Osborne being firmly back in the mix intrigues me. 
Because um, I got to think if he plays as much as I think he's going to play, I don't know that he's going to return punts. He certainly could. Uh, but that's an interesting list. Amir Smith-Marset could really help himself because I yes. don't think, like, I think he's going to play some if he makes the team, but he's certainly not going to be a top three guy. So so he would separate himself and potentially vie for a spot on the 53, Phil, by also proving that he can return punts. He is He's sort of my dark horse as far as it offers a lot of value and reason to keep him around if he can return punts. I love the idea of Amir Smith-Marset. I think K.J. Osborne's probably going to be so immersed in the actual offense, and he had such a bad debut as a punt returner that I would – I mean, definitely see how he looks. Maybe he can get better, and maybe he is the ideal. If, if he all of a sudden can return punts at a more reliable clip, then maybe maybe he's the one that makes the most sense. But I just love the idea of getting Amir Smith-Marset more involved. If he can just get the ball two or three extra times a game because he's returning punts and use that speed. Yes, You probably go exactly. to him and you say, listen, dude, so uh, barring injury, you're, you're going to get targeted some in the offense because we're going to roll four wide receivers sometimes, but this is your real chance to solidify a place on this team. If you can be a reliable punt returner, it'll unlock a five-year NFL career minimum, and then you'll maybe get some more opportunities as a number two, number three wide receiver in the future. But if you can nail this, you're a lock, dude. So we'll see. Love it. That's all I got for you guys. There it is, Judd. Full pads today, though. Training camp notes. Pads today. Pads are on. Oh, yes. I'll be heading out there. SPF 30, hat, notebook. It's all good. Shoes. Shoes. Bring, socks. Bring, bring socks. Bring. Lunch. Glasses. No, no lunch. Surly. I'm not eating. It's football. Nutrisource. <laughs> Hydrate, though. Livia. Hydrate. Surly. Livia tells me. Hydrate. It's the key to losing weight. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow for another episode of this Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Thanks for hanging with us, Purple Daily.